Hello, my little old lady O's. This is your local Drake's Yodels host, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his cattle call me tomorrow. Why don't you podcast me where the hairy mango? It's the May 28th show. Yes, I'm still going through with this. Today's story is all about a rambling guy. If your wheels won't come in for supper, even after all your rambling, you may find yourself recalling tires. Recalling Tires by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Old crooner sat in his rocking chair and got that faraway look in his eyes, like he always did when he was filling his pants. But this time he said, I remember my first car, 64 Corvette. That car was a rusted out piece of shit. Went from 59 to 60 in 17 seconds. I had to keep a fruit pie in the glove compartment to appease the gods. Registration got all sticky. But oh, what tires she had. Showing like obsidian they did. Tread so deep, each chunk of rubber was wrapped in its own tiny pair of hip waders. Oh, they all laughed at my car, but they coveted my tires. Saved three kids' lives one summer when I was able to drive out onto the surface of the lake after their inner tubes folded themselves into outer tubes and left this plane of existence. I was a hero then. The penny fritterer named my tires the Black Angels and raised the funds to buy them all matching tire-shaped tuxedos in the hopes that they would form a singing group and tour the country. They were from Motown, after all. That night, after the crowds had gone home and the full moon rose over the lake, I made love to those tires. Four months later, owing to the shorter gestation period of tires, they gave birth to four bouncing baby tire boys. They literally bounced. And each was girded by a mighty belt of steel. Being newborns, they didn't have any pants yet, so the belts acted to hold up their legs. Twas a good thing, too, as without their legs, they might have bounced off at odd angles and I'd have lost them forever. The boys grew up fast and got jobs as tires for a prototype Italian walking car called the Fiat Feet. It was the first car that was allowed into the discotheque. I was so proud of them boys. John Travolta drove that car all over the dance floor. Killed 17 people. All dead of Saturday night fever. They were all covered in big red pustules and their hearts had exploded. After the settlement, Fiat decided against going forward with production. The boys decided to go their separate ways and accidentally tore the car to pieces. But it was probably better that way. My oldest, front passenger side, followed his dreams and became a stripping accountant. No one ever saw his act in that little office, but I'd like to think it would have brought an audience to tears. The other three got into professional ice cream fighting. Little Johnny got stabbed by a quarter vanilla. His brothers got him to the ER on time, but it took eight pints of fix-a-flat to save his life. He always pulled to the left after that, poor little bastard. Milky and Radial, they got married to a pair of conjoined bicycle tires attached at the frame. Milky suffered from erectile dysfunction, but they had electric pumps by that time. They was happy. As for their mothers, a lot of tires in their series started falling apart. I figured they just needed the love of a good man, but the rubber bounty hunters didn't give a damn about my opinion. The recall had gone out across the land, and as they saw it, they aimed to set things right. They ground my four tires up and put them in asphalt. I never cried so much in my goddamned life. But every so often in the dead of night, when my hip is up to it, I take a little ride up between mile markers 63 and 64 and grind my goodies hard into Route 121. Old crooner got quiet then. Everyone was quiet. I looked at the others in the light of the fire and said, I think I liked it better when he just shit his pants.
If this story tore your rubber, you can empty your lug nuts and make even more bad decisions at the internet home of the rim job that's Chrome, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Grovel unashamedly in the comments for this post or grave email me and we'll dip each other's biscuits at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or run from our spouses after saying close but no lumps at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Does anyone get that last line? Anyone at all? Whatever we're staining our pants, the SF and SF Signal stands for Sangria Fumble because the SFSignal.com football team has played its worst games ever since we discovered the fruit cocktail recommended by four out of five drunken dentists. The best part about it is how accepting we've become of our losing record. We'd be a shoo-in for the Good Sportsmanship Award if only we could stop pantsing the referees and a couple people in the stands who can't punch very hard. Follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. I might only tweet once every couple of days, but man, the passion I exude in that tweet will blow your laptop open. So check your health insurance before following. It'll make your personal computer a little too personal. It'll make your vibrating phone feel innocent once again. Yeah, I remember the first time I had phone sex. That's when you realize you should have gotten one of those waterproof phone covers like an otter box. Yeah, I remember the first time I had sex with an otter's box. Today, I don't care if you don't look at bewarethehairymango.tumblr.com. It doesn't need you after all. I realize now its existence gives me an opportunity to act like I'm doing something work-related while totally fucking off. You love me, I love your money. It seems to me we could enjoy a perfectly reasonable love triangle. Or I'd be willing to try a love pentagon if you can call up a friend with some traveler's checks. Three bucks gets you the one-hour audio of my fun science fiction adventure, and so it goes, which takes place on another world. If you and a bunch of your friends can pay with another world's money, we could probably achieve a love tesseract. Assuming it clears through PayPal, of course. This podcast fires all cylinders for sleeping on the clock before they'd finished their break job, but seriously, they thought it meant their job was to take a break, so in that sense should be commended for their efforts, or rather lack thereof, if we examine their automotives, and awarded a great big bloody Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 4.0 international license. Until your jasmine guy waters your flower Tucci and it waters him right back, this will crave the gentle embrace of the Native American Viking Highlander rogue Duke Matthew Sanborn Smith and remind you, as Tom Petty said back when all he could afford was a kiddie pool, the waiting is the hardest part. Good night. <laughs>